Hi friends, I'm so glad you're here. My name is Ashley Rose and I'm the host of the Life Over Beer podcast. And I don't have a guest this week. Typically I have a new guest every single week, but I took a little vacation last week. So if you notice there was no podcast episode on Friday, it's because I was out of town. But I wanted to share just some life lessons that I learned while I was on vacation, while I was resting in the middle of a pandemic. And I just think it's so timely and so important, especially for many of us that feel like we're drowning in this season. So go grab a beer and join us for this episode of Life Over a Beer. Friends, it is November. Like, how crazy is that? Is that we are in the 11th month of the year. Like, seeing the finish line coming up. And in Ohio, we shut down in March. So we are in this pandemic for almost nine months at this point. At least here in Ohio. And we have all this going on. Plus election stuff. Which... I'm just saying, I hope you voted. It's not my concern who you voted for. I just hope that you did vote. But can we all take a moment and just praise the fact that we don't have every social media outlet reminding us to vote and we don't have all the political commercials? Like, I think that is a reason to celebrate all in itself. Just saying. But anyways, that is not the point of the episode. The point of the episode is I wanted to talk about my vacation and not in like a braggy, here's what I did on my fall vacation, but I wanted to share some of the life advice that I learned while I was on vacation. So I went on vacation with my dear friend Vicky. Shout out to Vicky for being not only the best tour guide of Pigeon Forge and Gatlinburg you'll ever meet in your life, but... Vicky does such a great job of making the trip so special. So we've done this girl's trip in the fall two years in a row now. She always finds new and creative ways to just make it so special. And even though we're in a beautiful place in the mountains, what makes it truly special is the connection we get to have with one another and the relationship building that we have by being friends, by having all this uninterrupted time. So we usually spend a few days towards the end of October, we go on this girl's trip, and what I love about it is just that true human connection, and I think this year I needed it more than I even realized. Um, Between having COVID and having to be isolated, between just, you know, lockdown and my work not being what it usually is, and not getting to see people as much as I usually do and not having all the fun fall parties and cookouts and all the things to go to, my extroverted heart really needed human connection. And I think if you're introverted, you needed it too. Um, But I thrive off the energy of other people. And I thrive off of conversations that go well beyond just what's the weather today and how are you? Oh, I'm fine. You know, like I need deep conversation. I need funny moments. I need that true connection with other human beings. And I didn't realize that so much until COVID hit. 
and this pandemic has been going on forever. But I also learned I'm not good at taking vacation. I mean, I kind of knew that before this vacation, but I'm really not good at it. Um, For me, resting seems like a waste. Um, It seems like it's lazy. And I think the reason is, is I am motivated by achievements. Like I'm motivated by working on projects, being a part of programs where we can see our results, that my hard work is being used to make something great. And this year has not been the best year for people like me. And I don't think I'm alone. Like I think there are a lot of people who thrive in their work and things like that because they are doing something they love and they feel that their commitment and their time and their effort is being used in such a positive way to make a difference. And in order for big things to happen, you just can't stay just 40 hours a week and go home and forget about work. But the pandemic has brought an interesting twist to that because we can hustle until it hurts, we can plan all the events, but COVID, you know, being what it is, we had to cancel a lot of things. And we had to change our plan a lot and, you know, come up with plan A, B, C, and D, you know, and sometimes even Z, plan Z, and it still might not work out in the end. And then we have to undo everything we did. And as a program planner, um, that can be really disheartening that you're doing all this work, you're hustling, and you really don't have anything to show for it. So to me, you know, that's why I don't thrive off vacation. I thrive off working really hard. But in this season and during my vacation, I really saw the value in resting. And I think that happens in a couple different ways. So for me, it was very helpful to not stay home. And I know many of us are staying home right now. And if you need to do that for safety reasons, by all means. Like, you need to take care of you and the people you love. But I would encourage anybody that can and is able to go find a new scenery. And I don't mean that you have to go put yourself right in the middle of a city or anything like that. This could literally just be going and checking out a state park and getting some fresh air in your lungs. But getting out of your household, getting some new scenery... Because I think when we step away from what we're seeing every single day, it just helps jog our mind a little bit and helps us like see things just a little different. So I would really encourage, while you don't have to go on a trip to Tennessee, you could just plan a day trip somewhere or a weekend trip where you're just getting out of your house. You're getting out of the monotony that this pandemic has brought. And I think it's also important to say that while routines and rhythms play such an important role in our lives, we do have to change things up a little bit. And I know we are all feeling super change fatigue. We've had to change how we work. We've had to change how we do school. We've had to change you know, our mannerisms when we're out in public. But I think if we look at just changing our scenery and having a different change of pace, even for a day, I think it will bring 
just some change that will move us in a positive direction. Because I think for a lot of us, we're feeling like we're a part of that movie Groundhog Day where every day is the same and we're just about to lose our minds. I think it is also important to say that it is really okay to say no in this season. Like, if you are just feeling the stress and the overwhelm, it is okay to say, I don't need to do all the things. I just need to do a few things. So maybe you don't try the newest diet and beat yourself up over your body and want to run a mile in the next year. Maybe you do. You do whatever you need to do. But I think it's okay if we all say no. I think by saying no to some things that don't bring us joy, that don't help us out. And maybe this is like you've got that one person in your life that just always brings the drama. And I know you can't avoid these people completely. But there are just some people that bring a lot of drama. And you're allowed to say, no, I don't want to see that on my newsfeed. You can snooze people on Facebook or whatever you need to do. I also really learned while I was on vacation that it is totally okay to turn off your phone. I know. We are so connected to our phones. And we feel like the world is on them. But even if it's just for an hour or two, especially with all the COVID and all the election stuff and all of the negative, negative, negative news, it is really okay to just turn it off for a little while. And I think that while you're in, you're enjoying that new scenery or just enjoying something different than the normal monotony in life, that's a great time to turn it off. The other thing I would say is really be honest with yourself about what is bothering you. And I heard, I just heard on Emily P. Freeman's podcast today where she was talking about, you know, taking a piece of paper and setting a timer for, you know, five, 10 minutes and writing down all the things that are bothering you in this season. And you might be surprised what you write down. You might not be, but truly setting yourself a timer So that way you know when that time is done, you done wrote it down. And I think the importance of that is just the permission to be honest. Maybe you're feeling unfulfilled in your job. Maybe you aren't feeling fulfilled in your faith. Maybe you're struggling with relationships because you're so frazzled with all the world events going on that... It's just really hard to love the people that are within six feet of you because you've been stuck in the house with them for the last, you know, nine months. So I think just being honest with yourself is a huge just moment of grace. Also, I think listening to your body in that aspect, like if you are feeling exhausted and you're seeing bags under your eyes and your skin is getting all wrinkly because you haven't drank enough water in the last three weeks because you've just been so stressed out that all you're drinking is alcohol or pop or whatever, I think it's important to take the time to really listen to your body. Don't just cake on the makeup. Don't just ignore it and keep on pushing. Take some time. Figure out what is it that my body needs. Because when this is all said and done, 
we're still going to be stuck with the same bodies we had going into COVID. And we need to take care of them now more than ever. And I'm not telling you, like, this is not me saying that you need to go get on a crazy diet and lose 50 pounds or anything like that. I'm talking the day in, day out. Are you getting enough sleep? Are you drinking enough water? Are you feeding yourself something nutritious and not just the 1200 bag of Doritos? Really listen to your body and know that it is okay if you sleep in on a Saturday. It is okay if you just drink water all evening. It is okay if you meal plan, even though you're home and you're not leaving to go to your office every day. It's really okay. I think also just finding some positivity. We are bombarded in the world that we're in right now with social media and the news of the negative, the negative, the negative. And I think that line of what you feed yourself is what you become, I don't think that's just talking about food. I think the news content we feed into ourselves, I think the conversations we have matter. And I think if all we're talking about is the negative, no wonder we are all sad and exhausted. One of the best things about my trip with Vicky is while we got to see new and exciting places, we also had some great time to connect in the car and talk about things that were not just COVID, that were not just the election. We talked about books that we love to read. We talked about movies that we thought were funny. We talked about favorite cooking recipes and our favorite thing about the holiday and what was the most memorable you know, date you've ever been on. While all of these are not earth-shattering topics, they meant the most because we are building connectivity in a world where that is really hard right now because of COVID. And I just think that it's so important for us to take the time and really connect with others. And maybe this means that you get on a Zoom call with your friends and you say the two rules are we can't talk about the election or COVID. I don't know. You do whatever you need to do. But I think it is so important for us to connect on a deeper level so that way we remember what it's like to be human. It is okay to say that this year has been a monumental year for many of us. Um, regardless of your situation, probably the events of this year are going to help shape your future. And I think it's important for us to acknowledge that too, because that makes us human. We learn by our experiences. And the reason I came to this is during my trip, we visited the Titanic Museum and Pigeon Forge, which by the way, if you get the opportunity, great place to go. So informative, very interactive very much an eye-opening experience. But the cool thing about that museum is when you go into it, they give you the boarding pass of someone who is actually on the Titanic. So you get to learn about this person, a little bit of their story, and you get to go through the entire museum and learn if you make it or not, like if your person makes it. And what I think was very interesting is while my person survived, it was very... Um, intriguing to learn what she did after she got off the Titanic. There is life after her traumatic experience with the Titanic 
that she lived, but I'm sure due to the events of that night changed how she perceived things, how she made decisions about things. And I think we are all going to experience the same thing once this COVID pandemic is over. There will probably be things that will affect us for many years to come. And that's okay. I think it's okay to be human enough to say that we were forever changed by the events that happened this year. I think it's also important while we're talking about taking care of ourselves to establish new routines. And I know, I just told you to go do all the change and all that kind of stuff. But what your normal routine and rhythm is or was before the pandemic probably isn't working for you in this season. So really think about setting a good bedtime and morning time routine that may look very different than it was 12 months ago. You know, if you're not having a bunch of night events and driving to this, that, and all the things, maybe it's a great time to find new ways to wind down in the evening. And I'm a big Big uh, supporter of getting off your phone the last hour before you go to bed. So, you know, really think about that bedtime routine so you can take care of yourself, but also think of your morning routine. I speak to a lot of folks about, you know, if you are working from home and you wake up five minutes before your first Zoom call and you're rushing and you're not ready for the day, you've already caused anxiety that didn't need to be there. So... Even if you're working from home, even if your office is really relaxed because you're the only person in there, you still need to get up in time to get yourself fully awake, to give yourself some breathing room before you start your day. And it's just so important, and this is a great time to implement new habits that maybe you didn't have before. You know, if you're of Christian faith and you want to start a devotional or you want to spend five minutes at the breakfast table with your kids having some silly but meaningful conversation, that's fine. I hope these ideas help you find rest in new ways. And for me, I realized that I had found true rest when I was able to get up without needing an alarm to get me up. Um, I also noticed that I was... When I came back to our condo that we were staying at, I was legitly tired. So I wasn't going to need to stay up for a couple hours and roll over a bunch. I mean, we were tired and we came back and we went straight to sleep sort of deal. Um, I think that's when you know that you're getting good rest because your mind's not sitting there racing all the time. And I noticed it a lot when I came back to work that I was able to focus a lot better on projects I'd been working on for a little while. I was able to find new solutions to those problems because even though I'd spent a lot of time looking at them before I left on vacation, coming back at it with fresh eyes really made a difference and it made me just think of different routes to get the job done. So I was really able to be a much more efficient, even though I had like 400 plus emails to get through. Um, it still just made such a difference. So I don't know if I'll ever be great at rest, but I definitely am going to come at it with new eyes um, moving forward. And especially 
the longer this pandemic goes, I'm going to have to really buckle down and schedule some time for good solid rest. And I hope you do too, because I I think this pandemic's gonna last a while longer. Um, I truthfully do. So we just need to take care of ourselves while we go through this pandemic. But I swear next week we're gonna have very exciting, uh, lots of joyful conversation. We're gonna have Jeff Reese, who's a Christmas tree farmer, um, come on and talk about how to find the perfect Christmas tree for your family. It's gonna be a fun, heartfelt episode. And I'm so excited to have you all join us next week. We also are going to start on Christmas beers. So you know how I love the pumpkin beers and I love all the false flavored beers. But we are going to make the switch over to Christmas beers. And I hope that you will join us in that. Find your own favorite Christmas beer to enjoy the episode with. So between now and then, folks, I hope you like and subscribe to this podcast. I hope that you leave a review on whatever platform you're listening to so others can find our podcast. And between now and then, I just hope you enjoy life over a beer. Cheers.